This episode is supported by Vegamore. I'm a month and a half into my Vegamore journey. I don't know if you've ever had a garden and planted seeds, but when that first little growth breaks ground, it's exciting. And on my very head, I can see some new growth in the areas that I've noticed hair thinning before. And it's exciting to see those little babies coming in. I use the shampoo, conditioner, and the grow serum, which have a lovely, mellow, warm citrus smell. I've been consistently using this and it makes my hair feel soft and full. And it's really important to me that I use safe and conscious products whenever I can. And Vegamore is 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. Elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash mind and use code mind at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash mind, code mind to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash mind, code mind. Welcome to Mom in Mind, where we dive into all aspects of perinatal mental health and wellness related to pregnancy, birth, loss, postpartum, and new parenthood. It's so much more than postpartum depression. We raise the volume on all of these topics in the hopes that someday everyone will have the support and info that they deserve before they need it. Please note this podcast is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. I'm almost done with all of my consultation hours for fundamentals of EMDR. And I'm using it in my practice with my perinatal clients and loving it. And the response is really, really great. EMDR therapy is one of the most researched and effective trauma treatment models available. And as a perinatal mental health therapist, understanding that neurobiology of trauma and how to effectively and efficiently intervene with traumatized clients will raise the quality of care you provide to the families you see. And I know that because it's happening in my practice. I see it. If you've wanted to be trained in EMDR but wish that you could do so with your fellow PMH specialists, consider taking your foundational EMDR training with Dr. Mara Tesler-Stein, an EMDRIA-approved trainer with the Institute for Creative Mindfulness and the Touchstone Institute for Psychotherapy and Training. You guys already know that I loved my training with Mara, and she continues to be a fantastic resource. If you're interested in learning more about the trainings and whether they're a good fit for you, here's how. Go to docmara.com training or email Mara at mara at docmara.com. Hi there, welcome to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat, and welcome to a new year. Glad to be back with you and seeing what this year brings. I, for one, am tripping out a little bit because this year marks 10 years since I was pregnant with my daughter and then went on to experience postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, and postpartum OCD. And it's been a trip. It's really crazy to reflect on a period of time and see where it's taken you. I am certainly not where I thought I would be. I would not have ever in a million years guessed that I'd be where I am now. Although I knew I would be a psychologist and helping people because that is my life's passion and mission and goal, this mental health experience postpartum took me places I never even knew I needed to go. And maybe some of you can resonate with that. I think we all stop and reflect when it's a new year or an anniversary or a milestone date. And let me just say it's normal to reflect at those periods of time and also to look back on things and feel 
a lot of different things. Not necessarily just looking back on time and feeling fondness or happiness for these memories, but life is complex and complicated. And oftentimes the experience that we go through in and of itself is lots of different things. And we have a lot of different feelings when it's happening. And sometimes you reflect on things and remember stuff that you didn't before or even have some appreciation that you couldn't. For instance, when I think back on those early years with my daughter, it felt so hard. It was so hard. But now looking back and having done all of the growth that I've done and all the work that I've done, I can reflect on it with some compassion and a little bit of a lighter heart. For instance, I was so excited to be pregnant. It was planned and wanted. And in my pregnancy, by some miracle and goddess of hormones, I felt better than I usually felt. Pregnancy was like a break for me from the ups and downs of really horrible PMS, which was just great in and of itself. It was so nice, (laughs) so nice. I wish I could experience that again, but it was so nice to not experience that up and down. The more I reflect on my journey, the more I know that anxiety was around um, prior to pregnancy and showed up a bit more during pregnancy and then boom, big time after delivery. For instance, and this might be a little sensitive for some to hear, I remember during pregnancy, maybe in the, it was late in the first trimester, having some bleeding and freaking out that I had done something wrong or somehow messed up or I don't know what I could have done to mess up, but that's what it felt like. Somehow I did something wrong. It turns out to not have been a huge issue. There was a little bit of a placenta thing that kind of corrected itself. But did I have anxiety, more anxiety after that? Yeah, for sure, I did. I have not experienced a pregnancy loss personally, but even that relatively small experience was enough to keep my mind worried, just kind of running in the background, even if it wasn't in the forefront. And there's all of these little and sometimes very big ways that these experiences get interwoven together, both positive memories and negative memories and happiness and sadness and fear and joy. So of course, when we look back on those times, we might feel those same things. This episode is supported by Factor. Eating better is better with ready-to-eat Factor meals. And ready-to-eat means pop it in the microwave for two minutes and done. I mix in a few of these meals into my rotation for the days that we're on the run or that I don't want to make anything. I chose the high-protein and calorie-smart options, one of which is the mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice with garlic roasted green beans. This is restaurant quality and so tasty. I can adjust how many meals I get in my order as much or as little as I need every week. Plus, I can pause or reschedule my deliveries anytime, which comes in really handy for our busy schedule. Head to factormeals.com slash momandmind50 and use code momandmind50 to get 50% off. That's code momandmind50 at factormeals.com slash momandmind50 to get 50% off. Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. And for a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off OneSkin products using the code MIND when you check out at oneskin.co. Well, I've kept up my mini resolution of taking better care of my skin after consistently using OneSkin for several weeks and all is going well. I can't see what's going on at a cellular level, but I can tell you that my skin feels soft and healthy. But they did do some cool research that looked at before and after exposure of the OS1 peptide to skin cells, and the OneSkin scientists found that the peptide reverses skin's biological age. 
And you can even see that study by Zonari A. et al. in the NPJ Aging Journal. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code MIND at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code MIND. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. New year, healthier skin. That's one skin. I know for a lot of people coming out of a perinatal mental health condition, it often feels like grief. It feels like sadness that you couldn't sort of be there even though you were there. You couldn't appreciate it. You couldn't experience it the way you wanted to or you feel like you missed out on some time. And I certainly have that as well. It would have been great to go back and do a redo, knowing that I was gonna be okay and knowing all the answers that I know now to really be there and be present and enjoy those early months. And in some ways I did. There are things that I know that I enjoyed and was able to be there and be present with, but the majority of the time was a struggle. Yeah, and I can still remember those days postpartum. It sucked, big time. And not because of my daughter, of course, but because I felt like I was emotionally being ripped apart every single day. And it kept getting worse and worse. And I kept feeling like it was all because of me. It was all in my head, all my problem. I was too embarrassed and too ashamed to talk about it. And honestly, the reason why I can talk so openly about it now It's because I know that so many other people experience this. And really us talking about it, and for, let's say, those of you who are listening to this and who haven't shared these feelings with somebody else, at least you know that somebody else out there feels that way too. Sitting down with women and parents and families who day after day are in excruciating emotional pain and confusion from their experience through infertility issues, through loss, through crippling anxiety during pregnancy, depression, really very difficult birthing experiences, very difficult postpartum. What I do know is there are things that we do not want to say. We do not want to talk about. We don't want other people to know about. We ourselves don't want to be feeling them. And that is in and of itself becomes the illness, so to speak. There's the depression and the anxiety, but underneath that is our most deepest vulnerabilities getting blown up and right in our face, almost like you can't escape it. How bad you can feel, how bad you can feel about yourself, how embarrassed you might feel, how ashamed you might feel, how angry you might feel. Oh my gosh, the anger is... Still, I know exactly. I have such a clear visual memory of a time that I was beyond angry and shocked myself from how angry I was. I seriously could have punched a hole through the door. And then being scared by that. Oh my gosh, it's such a roller coaster. And so many people are on it. So many people feel alone on it and ashamed and embarrassed. And I'm, I just wish every single person could know that it's okay. Not that you want to feel this way. Nobody wants to feel this way. Nobody wants to feel this way. But if you are feeling this way, you're not crazy. You are not alone. It is not just you. 
sometimes even in therapy, people who are knowingly coming in for help, it can take months to be able to share some of the thoughts that go through their head because it's so hard to even come to terms with it yourself sometimes, let alone tell somebody else. And then what are they going to think? Are they going to judge you? Are And for some, because some of the thoughts are so intense, is somebody going to take my kids away if they know that this goes through my mind? Or are people going to not feel safe with me? Or are they going to think I'm going to do something to my kids? And oh my gosh, I would never hurt my child. There's so much we don't say. You know, to be in all honesty, I think there are probably things that I still haven't said. Not because I'm at this point, because I'm avoiding it, but because there were so many things that went through my mind. And not that I'm going to go into all of them here and now, but certainly it's so complicated what happens to us in our brains. And to be honest, for those of us who have experienced really intense, intrusive thoughts or have experienced scary thoughts or traumatic things, those in and of themselves become traumatizing. Like your own thoughts are so hard to hear that you become wary of them and you become worried about them and you start to do things to avoid even what's happening in your own thought process. And that is the function of anxiety and OCD and trauma and depression. It's That's what's doing all that stuff. But you don't know that when you're in it. You're like just in it and it feels horrible. I think this is why learning about these signs and symptoms, reading about it, understanding it, hearing from other parents, getting good specific therapy is so crucial. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why. That's why Ritual's founder is on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry. Kat Schneider and her team of scientists at Ritual are making clinically tested and new normal. They've committed to showing you their nutrients, where it came from, and why they chose it. They call it traceability, and that's one of the reasons why I like taking it. I know where it comes from, I know what it's about, and I know what I'm getting. It's just like how I run my practice. Ritual is making obsessively researched and clinically backed a new normal. Ritual's clinical study of Essential for Women showed an increase in vitamin D levels and omega-3 DHA levels. Ritual is designed to be used on an empty stomach. The delayed release, no nausea design capsule is made to be gentle on an empty stomach. And the mint essence tab in every bottle makes taking your vitamins a minty fresh experience. Daily changes can lead to big results. So start small today. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Try it out. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com slash mom and mind to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash mom and mind. I can't imagine where I would be in my life right now if I hadn't done some of those things to help myself out of it. And believe me, I had been in therapy for years off and on dealing with my own stuff before I even had my daughter, before I had my son. But I still needed more and that's okay. And that's okay for all of you who feel like, oh my gosh, I thought I dealt with all my stuff and here it is and what am I going to do? It's okay to get help again or to get help for the first time. I have to say one of my favorite things about being a therapist, well, two things, is seeing a mom, I primarily see moms, come in for therapy for the very first time, like of any kind of therapy and getting almost immediate relief of knowing that she's not crazy and she's not alone. It is one of my favorite things. To be able to see somebody get that relief is so awesome. 
my second favorite thing is when I see people get back to themselves and they, they are sort of more embodied in who they are and who they want to be and have started to shake off the depression and anxiety and trauma and all of the other things they're experiencing. Oh my gosh, after somebody has been sort of emotionally blown wide open and they're in the process of reconstructing themselves, it's almost like I can see it happening. It's so beautiful. And they often are feeling a lot better than they had even prior to going through all of this because they're learning new skills and new tools and they're integrating out their life in a way that's sustainable for them and works for them now. Oh my gosh, I love it. I get giddy happy about this. And I think that's because I can resonate. I know what that feels like. And not only because I can resonate, but because being able to see somebody feel free within themselves after they have felt trapped and overrun by what's going on with them mentally and emotionally is something to behold. It is such a beautiful process. It really is awesome. So my hope for any of you who are considering therapy, please find a specialist, a perinatal mental health specialist, and go. Go get the help you need. Have the space you need with somebody else to figure all of this out. You do not have to do this by yourself. If you can't find a therapist, find a support group. You know, PSI, Postpartum Support International, has online support groups for free. And there are lots of other resources that are available for free. So there are resources. It's just a matter of connecting to them and using them. Even for those of you who don't have a lot of resources around you, this is at least one lifeline. I spent, and many of you who listen to the podcast know this, I spent a year, which is a long time, in emotional freakout space to be white-knuckling things. One year keeping things to myself about how I felt. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's excruciating. It's horrible. It's isolating. You feel very alone and you feel very broken. I had my own list of things that I wouldn't say to anybody. There were a lot of things that went through my mind and a lot of things that I felt that I did not want to say to anybody. It felt like a really long list. What are the things that you don't want to say to anybody? What are those things that feel so bad and so toxic and so wrong that you wouldn't utter them to anyone. Most of the time, we think that because we even have these thoughts or feelings that we are inherently bad or something is wrong with us. Is that part of what you feel? Is that part of why it's hard to say anything? Is it hard to say anything because you haven't found a safe enough person? That's real. It's very hard to find a safe person to tell these things to somebody that you know who won't judge you, And who will just, you know, if you need a hug, give you the hug that you need. Sometimes it's not hard. I shouldn't say it's always hard. Sometimes you can. But if it's not in your immediate circle, going to look for somebody who you can talk to about these things is super important. Because we exist. There are people here who can hear you and who will nod their heads in understanding. And who will say, I get it. And who will let you know that you are not alone. You are not the only one. Who has ever thought these thoughts or felt these feelings? I really found that there's a deep undercurrent of shame and embarrassment that comes along with these things that we don't want to say out loud. And it's like the fire that burns that keeps everything going for us. It seems to be some of the source of our suffering in and of itself. 
It's not like, you know, depression and anxiety are enough, believe me. But the way we treat ourselves and the way we talk to ourselves about what's happening to us, it's adding insult to injury. We are already hurting and then we shame ourselves about it. So I encourage any one of you who is suffering or resonates with any of this on any level that if you are holding on to these things that you don't want to say to anybody else, even if you never say them to anybody else, you can still go get support. You do not have to figure all of this out by yourself. This episode is supported by Hungry Root. I am a creature of habit when it comes to food, like I buy the same stuff in the store and generally make the same stuff over and over. Not really that fun. So in order to shake things up, I use Hungry Root. I can pick a whole meal and they send me what I need to make it, but I will also just let them choose so I don't get into my rut. And it paid off. I got the chicken shawarma non-flatbread. These are flavors that I wouldn't have thought to put together on my own, and they totally work. It was so yummy and so easy to make. And bonus, I also received for free organic roasted chicken breast that I threw into a salad for another meal. Hungry Root is my partner in healthy and yummy living. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Mom and Mind listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash cat to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash cat. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode is supported by Ritual. I am by nature and nurture a bit skeptical. I have to see for myself if something works or if it's helpful before I just believe it whole cloth. And I'm open to trying things out to see for myself. And that includes finding strategies for my wellness. I have historically low vitamin D, so it's important for me to take Ritual's Essential 18 because it has D3 in it, and their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has several other high-quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. What I love and have always loved about Ritual is that it's a female-founded company, and it's a B Corp, which means they're holding themselves accountable and not just long-term, but also to the health of people and our planet. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash momandmind. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash momandmind for 25% off. But I will say, oh my gosh, the tension that I see moms have while they're telling me these deep, dark secrets. They're literally telling me, I don't want to tell you this, but I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but, and then they say it and we hold that space together and they see that I'm not judging them. They know that I'm not, they can feel it. And we normalize it and we talk it through and we talk about the why and we talk about the how, then that little piece or maybe really big piece of them can get just a touch more healing. Oh my God, I love being a therapist. This is just, it's so cool. So for those of you who have are on the fence about getting help, please, please go get help. You don't have to do this alone. Again, I list PSI as a resource a lot because it is a huge resource. It's national and international. Go to postpartum.net, look in the get help section, and you can find a local area coordinator close to you who can help you with resources on the ground, wherever you are. Or you can go to psidirectory.com. There's a listing of 
perinatal mental health specialists, not only therapists, but other folks as well who can help you on your journey. Or you can find online support meetings and get connected to somebody who can support you. Reflecting on these 10 years, and especially that year after my daughter's birth, there's no way I would be able to imagine that I could sit here and talk openly about my story and be so sure, so 100% sure that you can get better too. I see it all the time and I get giddy about it. I'm excited. Like I am pumped that we have figured this out enough. It's, you know, nothing's ever perfect, but we have figured it out enough that we know how to help. And we know how to get you feeling better. And you don't have to do this by yourself. It wasn't this way 30 years ago. People were doing this by themselves and trying to figure it out. I'm just so excited and so hopeful that all of us someday can get the help that we need. And even more than that, get the help that we deserve before we need it so that we can prevent this from happening. All right, everybody, we have lots of stuff coming up for you this year. I'm so excited to bring you all of the interviews and information and happy to have you on this journey with us. Go find us on all our social outlets. Facebook, Instagram is where I usually hang out. Excited to have you with us, and we will be celebrating our four-year anniversary coming up in June. Whoop, whoop. And we will continue bringing you as much as we can to help support you on your journey, both personally and professionally. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Together we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Come connect with us at momandmind.com. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 